welcome to a new episode of Time to Shine. This is your host, Oscar Santolaya. Time to Shine presents you interviews with successful public speakers who share their experience and secrets with you in a weekly podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash time to shine. Over 100,000 titles to choose from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello and thank you for joining us today. Today I have the pleasure to have a call to... Cyprus. For the first time, I have a guest from Cyprus. It's going to be a really amazing and motivational conversation. My guest is Efrosini Adamides. She is an entrepreneur, speaker, success coach, and trainer. In her current business, she has generated $40 million in revenue in six years and has coached and mentored five individuals to become self-made millionaires. Her most powerful topics to speak on is leadership and overcoming adversity, having built business in Cyprus and Greece, especially during the crisis and creating the winning mindset. Hello, Efrosini. Good morning. How are you, Oscar? I'm very good and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Could you start telling us a bit more about yourself and your projects? Yes, of course. Um, well, I mean, like you said, I'm, uh, I'm actually in Cyprus right now. This is my home country, but uh, I currently live in Australia. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like a lot of people, I grew up uh, in a different country. My parents were immigrants, you know, helping us to basically teach us the value of working very, very hard for a living. But uh, there was also always something inside of me that it was the entrepreneurial spirit just waiting to get out. So, I guess uh, from uh, a few years ago when I came across the, you know, having the right mentor and I embarked on the journey of being an entrepreneur, that's when I really discovered what my calling was and uh, being able to create uh, some pretty powerful experiences and at the same time help a lot of people embark on that journey. So, you know, this is where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, really awesome. And since when you start speaking in public? Well, I did a university degree and there was a little bit of public speaking involved because I studied marketing and uh, tourism management. But, you know, public speaking back then was very different. We used to have a lot of notes. We were sitting there looking at the piece of paper, not engaging with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember when actually things started to change was in 2009, actually, when I did my first speaking engagement in London. And I kind of got thrown into the deep end a little bit. And um, I haven't looked back since then. So I have come a long way since then. My first speaking engagement definitely wasn't polished. I, uh, <laughs> I remember coming up on stage and uh, opening my mouth and things not quite coming out the way that I had them in my mind. But uh, <laughs> luckily, through a lot of practice and uh, a lot of training along the way, now I, uh, I've come a long way, I believe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When I see your videos, you look really, uh, really powerful and motivational. Really, really. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent level that you are now. And thinking of also probably on your start, have you had um, fear of public speaking or stage fright in, at some point early? 
Mm. Um, I think probably the, the first experience that I had when I kind of got thrown into the deep end, and I remember standing in front of the room for what felt like hours, but it was probably a few seconds. <laughs> and um, I was trying to talk, but the words just weren't coming out. Um, and that was probably from experience. I remember um, I worked for a big entertainment company in Cyprus, launching multiplex cinemas and, you know, working with companies like Warner Brothers and Village Films. And I remember there was the opening ceremony uh, of one of our cinemas and, you know, the president of Cyprus and a lot of reporters and everybody was there. And I prepared this speech and English was a much better language for me than Greek because I grew up in Australia and I prepared this speech in Greek, um, I, in English, and I had it translated in Greek. Mm-hmm. And I, ca- I remember coming off the stage and feeling that, hey, I think I did okay. And I listened to a few reporters at the front of the, uh, you know, right there in front of the stage going, well, you can't have to tell she's a foreigner. <laughs> and I guess that after that experience, it kind of set me back a little bit, you know, and made me almost nervous the first time that I got up on stage. So, yes, I can, I, you can say that I had a little bit of stage fright at the beginning because of that particular experience. But, you know, I believe that you've got to keep pushing through because that's mm-hmm. how you develop the character and the, and the right kind of mindset in order to win. So you completely overcame that moment. Yes. I mean, you know, I have spoken. I remember the biggest crowd I've spoken in was in Barcelona <laughs> in front of 4,000 people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have to say when you're in front of, a, you know, 4,000 people, it still kind of gives you that nervous feeling in your stomach. But at the same time, it's kind of intertwined with a lot of excitement. And I guess the excitement takes over the, uh, the nerves uh, now, which is great. <laughs> And nowadays, I know that you are a trainer, a motivational speaker. Do you you do also keynotes? And which of these mm-hmm. um, roles of type of uh, being a speaker you like the most, and you feel that you are good at, especially? Mm. I think trainer is the key for me because motivational speaker. I'm trying to steer away from that purely because mm-hmm. motivation is temporary. You know, I mean, Zig mm-hmm. Ziglar says that motivation is like taking a bath. You can't just do it once and be clean the rest of your life. You have to do it every day. So, mm. you know, when people get motivated, it's one thing. For me, the key thing is I want people to feel the transformation when I'm done speaking, that not only have they got the right tools in order to go and apply it in whatever area in their life they seek to that they want to take to the next level, but the key thing is the mindset because in in life, 95% is the mindset and 5% is the how-to. So giving people the winning mindset is what's going to get them to take the right action afterwards in order to take their life to the next level rather than just feeling good. So mm-hmm. training is probably one of the biggest things for me in that particular department. But also I do um, a lot of keynote speaking uh, as well in different, um, in different countries. Mm-hmm. Because as a trainer, it gives you more, uh, more space for... Uh, long-term personal development of the uh, of your exactly team. exactly lasting change is the mm. key you know so it's t- it's training the right kind of mindset so when people come out they feel that they've got the right tools and they've got exactly what they need to in order to be able to go and apply it rather than just come out and just feel good when you have a when you have for instance a motivational speaker in front of you you are really touched and um, mm. you feel good but it yep. uh, tends to be uh, like short term, right? Normally, it doesn't go into action. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. And, that, and that's the difference between the motivation and transformation mm. is a lot of people, you know, sometimes you can get motivation from watching a great movie. I mean, one of my favorite yeah. movies is a um, movie with uh, Will Smith, The Pursuit of Happiness, because, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you feel good. You see exactly the struggle that he went through. And like anything that's worthwhile in life, it's going to come with struggles but the key thing is it's you've got to have that strong reason. And it's one of the things that I go through when I'm speaking to people is that you've got to identify the key reason, the key thing that's going to drive you to do something about the things that you want to do rather than just feel good. Because, I mean, let's face it, everybody wants to have a better quality of life. Everybody wants more mm-hmm. fun, more, you know, more money in their life. They want all those things. But why is it that the majority of people – may retire broke or worse off than what they were when they actually started the working career. And a small percentage of the people will actually be able to live the kind of life that they wanted to live. You know, what's the difference between the masses and, and the minority? And that's the key thing, you see, is getting the right knowledge, but also, you know, applying the right tools to create that lasting change and create new habits, essentially success habits that's going to help them to create the kind of life that they want. Yeah, habits are definitely very important to substitute your habits by better mm-hmm. habits that really can lead you to the success you really wish. Absolutely. Efrosini, now thinking of someone who today wants to be become a professional speaker or mm-hmm. make a really big leap in his or her speaking skills, but believes that I'm too far or, you know, these hesitations. What kind of piece of advice would you give? Well, I, I broke it down to a five-step formula, which I call the creating the bomba factor mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, bomba uh, stands for, you know, it, direct translation is bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Greece and Cyprus and Spain and actually mm-hmm. a few different languages, if you ask someone, how are you doing? They say, boom, by means I'm so excited, <laughs> yes. I'm ready to explode, which is a much better way rather than asking someone, how are you doing? They go, not bad, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> so, you know, what I did is I broke it down into five steps and that I believe are the ones that you can't do four of the steps and get the results. You need to do all five steps. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the acronym stands for BOMBA. So the first thing is you have to believe. You have to, you have, to have a strong reason that you believe is the key, your key driving force to making something happen. So if you want to be a key spe- a keynote speaker, a motivational speaker, or, you know, a trainer or anything that you want to actually do, you got to figure out what is your why for wanting to make that happen? What is the one thing that gets you so excited, that's your motivation, that if you actually achieve that, it's enough to keep you awake at nighttime, get you up early in the morning, you know, do the sacrifices that you need to because believing in that dream, believing in that reason, that why is something that gets you driven in order to make it happen because your motivation of why and your dream, essentially, is the thing that's going to help you to overcome, which is the second step, is overcome the challenges that you're going to face. Because I'm a strong believer, you know, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe or a greater force, that whenever you want something, sometimes the universe is going to first challenge you. Hmm. Just to see how bad you really want it. You know, when, 
you know, Michael Jordan is a great example. He goes, some people want it to happen. Some people wish it to happen, but the winners are the ones that make it happen. Mm. And I remember, you know, I had a business that was doing very well in the real estate business industry for a while. And I hit some challenges, you know, the crisis hit next thing, you know, I find myself close to $1 million us in debt and a part of me wanted to give up. A part of me said, you know, mm. is this maybe a sign that I'm not meant to do it? But I remember, you know, I would watch certain things that would actually motivate me again and get me into that winning mindset and realizing that any successful person, they didn't just win. They failed their way to success. And, you know, sometimes we have to understand that it's okay to fail. Mm. You know, it's we get programmed from a very young age at school that failing is bad and getting bad grades is bad. But then you look at people like Richard Branson, you know, who didn't do very well at school. He was dyslexic. He didn't even finish college, but he's a billionaire. Why? Well, one thing that Richard Branson says very well, he goes, if someone gives you an opportunity, he goes, don't wait to figure things out. Just grab it with both hands and, you know, figure things out along, along the way. And he's overcome a lot of challenges along the way because, you know, he's had a lot of businesses that didn't go well, but he just keeps going and keeps going. And um, the key thing that really made a difference for me was having a mentor, which is the third step, mm-hmm. is um, Tony Robbins, who I believe is one of the greatest speakers of our time, and he's huge in transformation. One of the things that he says, he goes, the key thing is modeling. Find someone that has what you want. Find someone that you want to be like and learn by following in the footsteps. So for me becoming a speaker, I looked at who are the kind of speakers that that I respect, that I look up to, that I want to be like. And, you know, Tony Robbins is one of them. Um, Les Brown is another one. Mm-hmm. Jim Rowan. So I was sitting there and I was looking at their path and I said, how did they become a speaker? What did they do? What did they learn? What did they go through? And having a a mentor that you can follow in the footsteps, and uh, my mentor is actually personally mentored by Les Brown um, as a speaker, so he's very, very well known and uh, has become highly successful. I just said to him, tell me what I need to do and I'm willing to learn. Um, But when you go through the learnings, which takes you to the fourth step, which is you become the person that attracts the success. You know, it's if you sit there and you want to be a speaker, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. The key thing is you need to learn the right skills so you develop into the person that attracts that success, that gets people drawn to you. And that's something that's going to come with time. Um, there's, a, there's a great book by Malcolm Gladwell talk, uh, that's called The Outliers. Mm-hmm. And he talks about a concept of uh, 10,000 hours in order to become an expert in a particular area. And people look at people like Bill Gates, for example, and they go, look, he became a success overnight. But what they didn't see is when Bill Gates used to go before, you know, you know, computers were actually readily available to us because that was one of his visions is to put a computer in every single household. He used to go to a computer in a library that he, the only time he could use it was between midnight and six o'clock in the morning <laughs> and work all through the night in order to pursue his dream. So it was that, um, 
it was that particular effort that he put in that got him to become an expert in his particular field and create that. And, you know, becoming that particular person leads to the last step, which is the action. You know, what action are you taking on a daily basis that's going to help you to achieve your goal? If you want to be a speaker, you know, what what speaking engagements are you actually doing? Any opportunity that you may find this great groups like Toastmasters that you can go and be a part of. And that way you're out there and you're practicing and you're recording yourself. And that, that's how you learn how to improve, essentially. So that that's the five steps that are broken down to what I call the bomba factor. And these five steps can be applied whether you want to be a speaker or a trainer, whether you want to create more money in your life as well or more freedom, any area that you want to create. I believe that those five key steps are, in, are essential because this is how – it's through these five steps that I've been able to generate $40 million with an organization that I'm working with right now and help people. I've helped a lot of people, especially in the down economy like Cyprus and Greece, become financially free through these five simple steps. I hope that helps. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. These uh, five steps, Bomba. And you have shown us really amazing examples of person how they have um, applied some of these steps. Could you now repeat the, the acronyms again? <laughs> so, Bomba, Believe, mm -hmm. Overcome, Mentor, Become, and Action. Action. Finally, action. Mm. Yeah, amazing. As you said, this can be applied not only to become a better speaker, but many aspects on life. And I was thinking... You mentioned already some examples of speakers, um, but do you have examples of successful speakers that are already nowadays or in the past who once they believed they would never achieve that uh, level of success? Do you have some examples? Mm -hmm. Well, I remember reading a lot about Anthony Robbins because he's definitely one of my biggest inspirations. And um, when he first started working with Jim Rowan, that was his mentor, mm -hmm. Um, he was started working as uh, selling um, a lot of the personal development trainings. And his mindset at the time was mm. that because he was essentially, he was very broke. He, mm. he was unemployed. He didn't have a lot of money. And they said to him that he needed to go and spend a few thousand dollars. And this is going back a good 40 years ago. Mm. So a few thousand dollars then would be worth you know, a lot of money now. Mm. And he didn't at the beginning have the right kind of mindset. He was always focused on, can I do this, mm. rather than how can I do this? And, you know, he's a great example of someone that went from not believing in mm -hmm. himself, um, not just focusing on survival, to now becoming the kind of person that has personally coached and mentored people like Bill Clinton mm. and, you know, the late Nelson Mandela and some great individuals that are influencers uh, in the 21st century. So it's that for me is an inspiration that someone can start from the most humble beginnings, but it doesn't really matter how you start. It matters how you finish. Mm -hmm. Sure. Excellent example. And yeah, definitely. As you are telling me, he didn't at some point early in his career, he didn't believe that he could mm. achieve that. And another Topic you mentioned is the the mentor, right? The third element in this bomba. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How you have had a mentor for also for public speaking? Did you have mm -hmm. yourself? Yes, yes, you had, right? That's right. Yes. 
and how important it is for, for a speaker particularly to have a mentor? I believe, not just speaking, but in every area, a mentor is crucial. Because the thing is, is that a lot of us will go through a life sometimes experimenting different things to see whether something works. And we can, we can lose the most precious thing that we have, which is time. It's the only one thing that mm -hmm. we can't essentially buy back. You know, once it's gone, it's gone. So when you've got a mentor, it's something that can save you years of your learning curve because there's a lot of things that in order for you – and, and the, the key thing is as well, Oscar, is also choosing the right mentor. A lot of people think that just because someone positions them as a mentor that they qualify to be their mentor. But the key thing is does your mentor have the results that you want? So if you're a speaker or if you want to be a speaker – Is your mentor someone that is successfully speaking around the world? You know, have they created results in a particular area? So it's almost as if someone wants to go to the gym and they want to get fit. You know, would you want to go get advice from someone that is not in shape? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but unfortunately, a lot of people do that. They go get advice from people that are close to them, their environment, mm. just because it's comfortable to get advice from their best friend or their neighbor or their family. But the question you've got to ask yourself is that once you buy someone's advice, you buy their lifestyle. So if you're buying someone's opinion and they don't have the results um, in, in the area that you're buying their advice from, then they can never lead you to a place that they've never been. So it's, that's the key about having a mentor. It's almost like the shortcut to success in a way because they have what you want. They know the path that works. And then from then on, you just got to be humble and coachable in order to, to learn the things, learn that path and walk it. And if your mentor is a good mentor, then it means that the chances are they can help you achieve the results they achieved much quicker to what maybe they have achieved purely because You know, they learned a lot through their mistakes and they help you to avoid those mistakes and shorten the learning curve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So for you who are listening to this, if you don't have a mentor, go and get a mentor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Efrosini, could you now share with us your favorite quotation? My favorite quotation? Well, You know, talking about one of my favorite topics, which is overcoming adversity, because mm -hmm. um, I've helped uh, a lot of people in a lot of countries. You know, even I, I remember when I was speaking in Zimbabwe, and in Zimbabwe, the average salary is $400 a month and 89% unemployment. Oh. And one thing that I kept on saying to them is something that my mentor shared with me when I was going through a very tough time and I was almost bankrupt. And he said to me, Frasini, adversity causes some people to break and some to become record breakers. Mm. He goes, which one do you want to be? <laughs> and that was one of those things that just stuck with me. I said, I want to be a record breaker, so I'm never going to let anything break me. I would just choose to bounce back. <laughs> yeah, that's a really powerful quotation. Mm. Could you now uh, recommend us one book that has particularly inspired you or influenced you? And you recommend us as a good read for us? Mm. Choosing one is probably a challenge. But, it's it's um, always challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, one book that's really helped me is How to Win Friends and Influence mm. People uh, by Dale Carnegie. That was a book, a book that helped me, especially in communication. That was a, 
a, a real transformational book for me uh, that helped me along the way. And I, and I highly recommend that to anybody and everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's a, it's a classic book. I have read it uh, years ago. So I would, mm. I advise you that whoever hasn't read that book, just read it because even though it's uh, from several decades ago, it's, uh, well, the, oh, absolutely. The, the principles are, are there and applied still a lot today. Totally. Mm. totally. And the other thing as well about that book, which is great about it, is that the more times you read it, because you're at a different level of your journey, oh, yes. sometimes you'll notice things that you didn't notice the first time, but mm. it's the things that you need to learn at that particular point of your journey. So I've read it lots of times and every time I feel like I'm reading it for the first time. Okay, then I have to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let me know how you get on with it. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite book, Oscar? Uh, well, good question. If it's uh, one of the um, uh, books that I like the most recently has been Star With Why by Simon Sinek. No, you might have mm, heard about that. It's about yes. leadership. And, Absolutely. And about public speaking, the title is, I think it's Stand, stand Like Lincoln Speak Like Churchill. I haven't heard that one, actually. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> Public speaking, one that helped me a lot is uh, John C. Maxwell, How to Become a Person of Influence. That was a very powerful uh, book for me from a speaking perspective. Mm -hmm. oh. Another one to check it out. Mm, definitely. To download this audiobook or any other of your choice for free today, go to audibletrial.com slash time to shine. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash time to shine for your free audiobook. Efrosini, you talk about habits also in your Bomba Factor. Now mm -hmm. I would ask you, could you share without, with us an exercise, something practical that you recommend to do it daily or weekly as a routine mm -hmm. to shine? Absolutely. So um, before I actually go into a speaking engagement, uh, and it might even just, you know, to give you an example, I did this a few minutes before we spoke this morning. I like to listen to something that inspires me uh, because when you're about to deliver to people, it's important to feed your mind as well and feed your energy. So one of the things is I'm always listening to speakers that inspire me to get more knowledge. That's something that I do on a daily basis. I usually invest about an hour a day for me, which is, you know, listening to audios or reading a book. That's my gift to myself. So I do that on a daily basis. And before I'm about to speak, I go through a visualization exercise and I essentially focus on what result do I want to create from this mm -hmm. particular speaking engagement or from this particular radio interview because I want to I want to focus on the end outcome. Once you focus on the mm -hmm. end and then you work your way backwards, then you know that you're going to push yourself to deliver at maximum potential. So that's something that uh, has helped me. And the third thing as a speaker as well is record yourself at every opportunity. And um, mm -hmm. this may be uncomfortable. I mean, I, I remember watching myself on video. It's, <laughs> it wasn't something that really excited me, but it's something that my mentor told me, you need to record yourself because sometimes you'll notice habits that you never thought you had just by listening to yourself or watching yourself and watching as well other speakers that you'd like to model and think, you know, what do, what are they doing that I can do more of or what am I doing mm -hmm. that I need to do less of? 
So that way there's that constant and never-ending improvement uh, to get yourself at your optimum. Okay, thank you. It's a very great piece of advice. My pleasure. Everything in this has been a very fascinating interview with you. Thank you for all this powerful motivational conversation, this bomba factor and all your <laughs> personal stories, all the stories about the successful people you have mentioned. Could you finally tell us how we can learn more about you and your projects, how to follow you? What is the best ways for that? Of course, there's a couple of ways that you can follow me. One is I've got a, a Facebook fan page. Um, you can find me at Efrosini, E-F-R-O-S-Y-N-I, Adamides, A-D-A-M-I-D-E-S.com. So there you'll find my Facebook fan page, my Instagram. And in fact, there's a newsletter that you can go and subscribe to. Once you subscribe to it, you will actually get a video recording of the Bomba Factor that I did at the Professional Speakers Association and also PDF download. So that way you can uh, print off the five key steps to creating success uh, in, uh, in any area, area of your life and, um, model it. And just remember, it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So what new habit do you want to create in the next 21 days? Wow. Excellent. Thanks a lot, Efrosini, and have a nice day. Thank you very much, uh, Oscar. It's been a pleasure and a privilege to hang out with you and spend some time with you. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Absolutely. It was a pleasure of mine also. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Dear listeners of Time to Shine, this is the end of today's episode. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or for more information, visit our website www.timetoshinepodcast.com. Welcome to listen to us again next week.